This podcast is part of the Famous Original Podcast Network family. You can find us by going to www.fopnet.biz. Welcome, everybody, to episode 42 of Ride the Pine. This is a podcast where two friends discuss sports with a side of anxiety and a lot of doubt. As always, I'm Dan, joined by my good friend Tom. How you doing, buddy? I am fine. How are you? Well, I'm sure you're fine after sleeping 10 hours. You usually sleep 10 hours in five days. What what happened to you over there? True, but I, I'm pretty sure I died. <laughs> and then was reincarnated? Sure is that what you're saying? Oh. I think so. I, I, yeah. Yep. Well, let's go with that. Let's when you died that. momentarily, did you end up on an episode of Ghost Adventures? Didn't you scratch Zach uh, Bagan? <laughs> you, you see, the thing is, I, I was going to, and then uh, I, I realized that I was real and that show was fake, so I, I decided not to go. It looked uh, bad for my image. Uh, that makes sense. I, 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 found, I don't blame I, you. I, I found out that, if you remember, when we used to watch that show, there were the three, Zach, Aaron, and... Um, Nick. Nick. Remember yep. those three? Yeah. Right. So Nick ended up leaving the show, and I found out why. Because apparently, uh, when the Ghost Adventures crew was not getting enough evidence, he found that they were adding sound clips from pulled from other videos to make it seem like something was there. So they would all react. And if you watch, you can see like Nick looking at them like, no, I don't hear anything. And then right there, they would add little clips of uh, of sound. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I that's what I found out. I was like, wait a second, never mind. <laughs> and then and then my quick last rant, and we'll never talk about the Ghost Adventures uh, show again. But they came up with a new technology that it's a computer, and they open up a chat room, and in that chat room they type to the ghost, "Hi, I'm Zach," and then the ghost types back in the chat room. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. I, I just wanted to go out and say that, but my rant's over. That's it. <laughs> like, I don't think so. I don't think that ghosts, especially ghosts from like 1919, would know how to use a computer. But that's, you know, maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Probably, I'm probably not wrong. No, I, I I don't think you're wrong either. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but my rant's over. <laughs> Your rant is over. All right. Um. So... I wanted to start yes. off this episode by going in and talking about the Stanley Cup Finals. I was a little surprised at how much the Sharks fell apart in that series. It, uh, it, it yeah, I'm not though. I'm not. And uh, you know, when we went back last week and we, uh, you know, looked at the updated look at what that that uh, series was, uh, I changed to the Blues. And that was mainly because the Blues were playing at home for Game 6, yep. uh, and they were just on fire. And we pointed out that their goaltending has been way better than almost anybody in the NHL. So I'm not that surprised. You know, and it wasn't only that. It was the fact that uh, Jaden Schwartz all of a sudden just yeah. decided to just flip a switch, literally, yeah. because mm-hmm. he had 11 goals in the whole regular season and ended up with 11 in the postseason going into the Stanley Cup Finals. That's ridiculous. That's amazing. That's amazing. That, that, I mean, it's, that's it's, the def- it's one thing to... 
Go ahead. I was going to say, that's the definition of literally flipping a switch and turning it on. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, it, it's good enough if you, like, match your goals in the playoffs mm-hmm. that you, from your regular season. But if you double it, it's like, wait, that's way above expectations. And that's, you know, that's definitely a big reason why they moved on. Oh, a- sure. absolutely. I think there was uh, back-to-back games. I think one game he had a hat trick. And then mm-hmm. the following game, he had two. And then the game before that, he had, like, one or something. He had, like, six goals in a span of four games. It's like, that's how crazy. the hell did you do that? That's crazy. And you know how, for the longest time, the Capitals would uh, be the best team or one of the best teams in the regular season, yep. and then they would lose in the playoffs, first round, second round, whatever it is? That's the same situation I feel for the Sharks. It's like they're always a good team. I don't ever remember the Sharks being a really, really bad team in my lifetime, at least. I and mean, they probably were, but not for long. And they just can't get to that last section of the sale, uh, of the playoffs. No, it's they amazing can't. No matter how, no matter how many pieces they add, like this past offseason, they've add, added yeah. Evander Kane. They drafted yeah. a guy Timo Timo Mayer who was hey, awesome. They, they didn't just they didn't just add Kane. They added Eric Carlson. And, oh yeah, <laughs> and uh, Martin Jones. Oh yeah, well Martin Jones has been on the, the, the he he had been there for a little while, but yeah, it's another part. I, I, you know, they've added so many pieces, and the pieces that have been there have worked out pretty well. Yet they still can't close. They can't do it. Yeah, it's amazing to me. It's just like, it's like, I don't know what it is about them. They've changed coaches, so it's not coaching, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the credit to the brew uh, to the uh, to to the blues though because they played amazingly and i'm really excited because you know when i was a kid i don't know if i've told you this before but i met bobby Orr. i don't recall it very well because i was like four or five years old sure um and he actually signed his iconic picture of him uh, flying over the stick hey in the article i read earlier it yeah. said he was tripped mm-hmm. sir yeah huh? yeah yeah because when you're tripped by a hockey stick you fly six feet in the air yep mm-hmm. go ahead move on you got a signed autograph mm-hmm. yep and it was addressed to me <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's actually sitting in my living room right now nice that is cool and bro. i'm looking that at cool. that and i looked up and i'm like wait that's a blues player so then sure enough i look it up before we recorded today and it's like Right. That was the Stanley Cup in 1970. And you know what? I didn't know that that was against the Blues. I didn't know that. And then everybody started talking about it. I started seeing it on ESPN. I'm like, oh, and then, wow. And then on top of that, that was the last time the Blues made the Stanley Cup. Yep. Now, by the way, before I get hated on from Bruins fans, Bobby Orr is like one of my favorite players. If if you know anything about me, it's I have a, a love affair with defensemen in the NHL. Mm-hmm. My favorite hockey player is Brian Leach, Nick Lidstrom. I love defensemen. So to see Bobby Orr, who had like, I don't know, 1,600 points or something as a defenseman, uh, I'm just joking, even though he did dive. But 1970, that's a long time ago. Yeah, 49 years ago. And my um, lovely wife, Bridget, and I, we were talking on our ride up to my nephew's uh, birthday earlier and mm-hmm. um, talked about how her parents didn't even meet until 1976. Oh, wow. <laughs> to put it in perspective. And I was like, oh, my God, this was six years yeah. prior to them even meeting. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just like, it blows my mind that it was that long that ago. Is, that is a long time ago. It's 
and that was the that was the last. Was that the first time too? I wonder if that was the first and last time. I don't think it was. Maybe. I, don't know. I think it was the first time the Bruins ever played the Blues. Yes. Well, I I was thinking for the Blues perspective, was it their first time in the Stanley Cup? But I don't know. Um, I'm too lazy to look it up. Uh, so. What one thing that I did want to mention though is that at that sure. point in 1970, the Beatles had just broken up. The Crazy. average American house was sold for twenty six thousand dollars. Gas was thirty five cents a gallon. Stephen Hawking just was recognized for his work with black holes, and the USA had just started becoming more advanced in space exploration at this time. Well, that, that's how long well, it's been since the Blues have been in the Stanley Cup. I mean, twenty six thousand for a house. You can't even buy a car for twenty six k anymore. Uh, thirty five cents for a gallon of gas. I, I I don't even remember the last time I saw it near two fifty. <laughs> I mean, we're at we're at two sixty seven here in Maine, but that's with a discount through Irving. I think it's normally like two seventy five or two eighty. Listen, we're almost some gas stations in my area are over three. That's crazy. I have, yeah, most of them are like just before three, like two ninety seven. But still, uh, thirty five cents a gallon. I can't imagine. Like with five dollars, you you can get enough gas for a long time. I love that. That's a crazy stat. Yeah, I, I couldn't believe that when I was looking this up earlier. And, you know, but it's a testament to the Blues. I mean, as an organization, they, they've had to scratch and claw and fight oh, yeah. and fight. I mean, and you had one of the, said in my opinion, one of the best wingers who ever played the mm-hmm. game in Brett Hall. Hall going. Yep, absolutely. Playing, playing for that team in the early late 80s, early 90s, and his dad, uh, yeah. B- uh, yeah. Bobby Hall. Mm-hmm. Was he mm-hmm. a defenseman? Uh, no. I thought Bobby I was a defenseman so. and Brett was a winger. If I remember correctly. Well, let's take a quick look. He was... No, he was also a winger. He was also, he was a, also winger. a winger. But yep. to have the whole uh, family running through St. Louis and not being oh, able yeah. to make it to the Stanley Cup, it's it's kind of crazy to me. Uh, that oh, by the way, not just long. playing. Not just playing, Dan, but they were like... Scoring hundreds of points. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, crazy amount of like points. Like they were f- fantastic, and they've had, and not just with those two, but they've had fantastic hockey players for the longest time. There's always been quality players coming out of that team. So to think that it's been that long since they made it to the Stanley Cup, that's a that's an that's a very impressive um, achievement. So congratulations to St. Louis and the Blues. That's fantastic. That's so much fun. Yeah, and it's and I think you and I had talked about this, you know, about a week or so ago. It's nice to see teams that are different vying yes. for the cup as opposed to the mm-hmm. typical Pittsburgh, Washington, right. Uh, right. Tampa, or you know. Well, Tampa hasn't even had it. They haven't even had that many chances. They're another one of those teams. It's like, wait, you're supposed to be in the Stanley Cup every year with that team. Oh and God, with Stamkos and Kucherov and Vasilevsky oh, and Kucherov Hedman. alone. Kucherov alone is ridiculous. He's I know. I know. Stupid. I know. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, impressive. Now we we talked already about the Bruins. We talked about them last week. Um, so so let me ask you this because I know you pulled up some notes here. Um, what what does this matchup look like? I think for me, it's actually I think it's relatively even. Uh, if I'm if I'm being honest, I think okay. on defense they're very um, even. I think you know you got guys like Petrangelo and Perrieko, uh on defense for St. Louis who are a very dynamic duo. Perrieko is no slouch. He can no. come at you hard and 
put you on your ass real quick. Oh, yeah. Petrangelo oh. is a guy who can just wind up and just toss these 101-mile-an-hour bombs at the net. He has no yep. problem, and he's a good playmaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the other end, you got guys like Charlie McAvoy. You got, I mean, I'm a, I've been a Bruins fan my whole life. Chara mm-hmm. is great, but when he's on, it's like either he's on and he's phenomenal, like you can't get by him, or right. he is like like a useless bag of dirty socks. Like he's awful. Like he's he's slow. <laughs> he's sluggish. He's just like he's out of the position. And you know what? You've always said that. You've I always have. said the same exact thing. It's like when he's good, he's good. But when he's not, and and as you get older, you're going to get less and less good. By the way. And on a side note, before we continue about like our analysis, um, yeah, yeah. Did you know Zdeno Chara speaks seven languages? I did not know that. That's a, that's a very interesting thing. And you know, and he has his real estate license in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Really? Yes. He's a, imagine <laughs> you're trying to buy a house, and yeah. you show up at an open house, and there's seven foot tall Zdeno Chara yeah. selling your house. Speaking speaking Swahili. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would freak out. I'd be like, I I think I have the wrong house. Goodbye. I'd be scared. First of all, first of all, he like I I'd be like. If he's like, oh yeah, this house goes for uh, two hundred fifty thousand, and you're like, hmm, I can only buy for like two hundred ten, and he like just stands over and he's like two hundred and fifty thousand. I'm like, yep, two hundred seventy is what I heard. Yep, I'll give you two seventy for this house. <laughs> like, I'd be so scared. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> um, but the thing for me, you know, I and you're right, I did pull up some stats. I think mm-hmm. the Blues have a knack for scoring early. Right. They score early and they score often. And the stat okay. I have here, they scored 35 seconds into Game Four and 92 seconds in games into Game Six against the Sharks. I say that's early. Uh, they have scored in the opening two minutes of a game five times during these playoffs wow. and wow. have won all five of those games. Oh, that's a key. So, that's a key. So if they can score within the first two minutes of these games, mm-hmm. likelihood is they hold on to the lead and win. Okay. And wow. I, and they scored first in each of their first each of their four wins against San Jose. And then you added to the bottom here uh because you were talking about Schwartz before. I love this. He's you had mentioned that uh he's the leader in goals and points, two hat tricks in the playoffs. That's ridiculous. That's almost unheard of. I love it. Like that. a goal or two That's... in a game is, is one thing, but to have two Hatties in the playoffs? Yeah. That's, that's clutch. That's, that's incredible. You got yeah, you got to ha- you got to call him Mr. Clutch at this point. Well, let's see. Let's see because I've seen plenty of situations where players in all sports are good for everything else and then when you get to the big games then it's like, wait, where did he go? I mean, if you think about it, uh, for the most part, it's obviously the exceptions like Bobby Orr and his tripping uh and there's also the messier the guarantee (laughs) (laughs) but for the most part a lot of these big uh events happen with the lesser known people you know yeah uh uh, the other thing for me is i think where the bruins have the advantage and it's like i I give the bruins the advantage just in the series in general Mm -hmm. but i think where they have the advantage and i hope you agree uh you don't have to if you don't want to but is their depth on their third and fourth line. They I have, do agree. They yep. have so much talent on their third mm-hmm. and fourth line. Because you know in the past, the Bruins were like, first two lines, 
scoring line. You know, Krejci, Bergeron, Pasternak, oh, yeah. Marshawn, mm-hmm. those guys. Mm-hmm. And then their third right. or fourth lines were guys like Sean Scott, Thor- Scott, yeah, Sean oh, Thornton, Sean Thornton, Thornton. yeah, 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 Milan Lucic, and like these <laughs> yeah. guys who uh-huh. have hey, no talent listen. whatsoever. Your boy Milan Lucic at one point was on that first line. He so was give him a little credit. But then he they <laughs> they dumped him down to the third line and he didn't do well, Jack Diddley and then they shipped him off to Edmonton. Um, I can't imagine why. Hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, the third and fourth line for me, I think uh-huh. the main thing for me, and I th- I'm gonna call him kind of like my wild card of the series, okay. is David Backus, and I'll tell Ooh. you why. He's, I got. I know he, why. He's but go a ahead. veteran leader. Uh-huh. Yes, he hasn't been to the playoffs that often, but the Blues yeah, no one cares are the, about the that. Blues are the team that drafted him, yep. and that and, is the key. And, and and his career right now, at least, is mostly known as um, David Backus, who played for the Blues and then the Bruins. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's he's not known right now as a. Uh, you know, uh, as, as a Bruin, he's still known as a Blue. He spent his entire career there, so yeah, that to me is a big factor because he's going to want to play so hard, and he's going to, and he's already a pretty talented player. I know he's a little older uh, than than he used to be, obviously, right? But he he is a good player, and if you get him going again, especially against his own team. Uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be brutal if he gets going. That's all I'm saying. I'm gonna say this right now. I'm anticipating that this series is gonna be harder hitting than the Columbus series. I think this series is gonna be at least 20 hits a period. I, the, let me. There's gonna be a lot me, of hitting in this in this. Let me tell you this. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't had cable for years, so most of the stuff that I, I you know I, how I pay attention to sports and all that is mainly through highlights and stuff like that. I am buying cable again in order to watch the Stanley Cup. Like, that's how excited I am about this Stanley Cup because I see two teams that are pretty even, uh, and I see two teams that are going to be playing their asses off. Um, I, I, I almost would want to say, like, the Bruins have nothing to lose since they won not too, too long ago, but that's not the way the Bruins play. It's going to be bloody, and I can't wait for that. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, I will say this. you you got to even think that the Blues have nothing to lose either. They haven't been there in 49 freaking years, and they're there True, for the first but, time, but they're going to be having but, more pressure, though. That's what I mean. Yeah, their pressure is going to be crazy. The, that fan base is like, okay, it took you 50 fucking years to get here. <laughs> I'll be dead by the next time you're in here again, so win it now. It's sort of like the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Like the Rangers went 7,000 years in between cups, and a whole generation died. We had like 12 wars in between the times the Rangers won cups. And now it's going to be probably World War Three in between the next Stanley Cup for the Rangers. So the Blues have one chance. I'm calling it now. I think this is it for them <laughs> because their team is... Uh, good, but they haven't had this kind of success in a long time. So you're in it. You better win it. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, uh, I think it's it. it they they're gonna have a tremendous amount of pressure on them, no doubt about it. Yeah, but I think mm-hmm. at the same time, you got to think they have like a kind of like, uh, you know, we got nothing to lose at this point. We, it, I would think so. Yeah. But be, yeah. because they haven't been there in so long. If they had been right. there in the last three, four, five years, like the Bruins have been. I'd say they probably would because their reputation would kind of be on the line. Like, oh, you've been here for four four straight years and yep. whatever, and you've only won one or you haven't won any. Like, what's going on? Exactly. Right. 
But now, um, <laughs> so if more statistical look at least, um, I have I have just a couple things. Then we could mm-hmm. make our predictions here. So this is during the regular season. Uh, Bruins' leading scorer is Brad Marchand, thirty-six goals, sixty-four assists, one hundred points. In the regular season, uh, Ryan O'Reilly led the Blues with twenty-eight goals, forty-nine assists for seven. Former Buffalo Sabre. Yes. There you go, Ron. I uh, get one good thing, but he left. Um, in the playoffs, as you mentioned, it's uh, Marshawn and Schwartz, so Marshawn's just consistent. Um, the Bruins, uh, 34% uh, power play. Yeah, I had that one too. Yeah, and their penalty – or and the Blues, excuse me, is 78. That's, that is – going to be more key i think than people think because penalties if it's going to be a rough uh, series like dan and i are predicting it is there's going to be penalties and if the bruins are going to score almost nine out of ten times while it's only eight out of ten yeah that's a big difference well the thing i had in my notes is that they were number one on the power play conversion rate and they had the best penalty kill percentage of any team that advanced past the second round that's a hell of a stat yeah, and what was the stat for the St. Louis? Blues I'm sorry. On the power I'm sorry. Thirty-five. I I mixed up the lines. Thirty-four percent for the Bruins and nineteen point four percent for the power for a Blues power so play. So the Blues power play, they need to step up because if yeah. they're, if they're going to even handle the Bruins, who have the one of the best penalty kills in the game, yeah. Mm-hmm. They need and to score on the power play. They have to. And the the, the stat that I was reading, because it's the line right underneath, is Bruins' penalty kill is 86%, and the Blues' penalty kill is 78%. So the Bruins dominate both of those categories. That's that's very important. The, uh, I mean, this this is what blows my mind, and I have this in my notes, that after they squandered 18 consecutive opportunities, this is the Bruins that says, they okay. scored with a main advantage in each of their last four games. That's that's scary. Now it has been a little bit of layoff in between, especially since they swept. Um, so you have to keep that into a factor as well when you're about, when we're about to make our prediction because they've had the longest time off. I mean, uh, the other series, uh, San Jose and uh, and and St. Louis just ended like within the week. Bruins have had to be watching for a little while, so keep that in mind. But with that, what are your predict? What is your prediction for the 2000? And 19 Stanley Cup. I'm torn here because uh-huh. you know I'm obviously a long, uh, forever Bruins fan. I've been a Bruins. Yeah, fan so we know home. you want the Bruins. I to do. Win. That's not the question. Yeah, that's not. But the question. I have to think objectively as a sports podcaster. I have to think of the stats and this and that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Blues as an underdog, they're so intriguing to pick. They if, are. I think if it was the Sharks, I'd say the Bruins would probably either sweep or in five or close. Yeah. Uh, I think the 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 Bruins do win this series, but it's going to mm-hmm. be in seven games. Ooh, man! I hope so. I hope it's a seven game series. I don't have a I don't have a, a a hand in this pick, so I don't care who wins technically. Uh, but I would love seven games. That would be fun. Uh, so Bruins in seven, huh? I'm going to say Bruins in seven. It's going to be a very knockdown, drag them out fight. This is like Ali versus Frazier. This is going to be like a yeah. thirteen round. Just bloody battle in this series. All right. So my heart says the Bruins are going to win. But just to make this interesting, I'm going Blues in seven. I, 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 I'm I not saying this just to say it. I think the Blues can win this. 
Uh, I think it's more likely that the Bruins do. I'm even reading an article from the LA Times. That's where I got these numbers from. Um, and their pick is Bruins in six. So I think most of the league is going to pay, or most of the people who are analyzing this are going to pick the Bruins. But I, you know what? I've been surprised with lesser possible lesser situations the blues are very capable of winning they are so I'll go blues. absolutely I'll they go are the, they're, it's not like if it was like if it was like a team like colorado mm-hmm. it, it would be one of those where i'd look at you and be like you're crazy yeah i don't think you're crazy i think the blues ha- have a team that can match up well with the bruins but they have to excel and i think for me it's three categories mm-hmm. goaltending mm-hmm. power play and pelty kill those are the if three. They, if they can do well in those three, they will make they this. Win they will win easily. this series. Hey, let's be real. If they if they do well in two of the three, they're probably going to win the series. So, right. I, I I agree with that analysis. So, uh, but and like I said, my heart says the the Bruins are going to win. They're just a good team. They're a very good team. I I picked the Bruins earlier in the year, and people thought I was crazy because at one point the Bruins weren't looking so so great. No, and they I'm weren't. like and. And I'm like, guys, you, this is a good team. They're going to turn it around. And, I mean, fucking here they are. So, well, we'll see. Well, what really kind of scared me a little bit was uh, how weird Pasternak looked in that Columbus series. Oh, yeah. And I said to myself, oh, God, if he shuts down and, like, Cassidy then moved him to the third line, I'm like, oh, no, we're in trouble. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden he woke up in game four or five, and I'm like, oh, thank God he's back. I was like, oh, God. Because right. if, if, that dynamic between the three of them, Marshawn, Pasternak, and Bergeron, is yep. unlike any trio in the league. Agreed. Agreed. And if one of those three shut, shuts down, it's like a tripod. You lose one mm-hmm. leg, they all fall. Right. And right. you could tell that the numbers were dwindling, but yet who was carrying the Bruins to wins in those games? Their third and fourth line. Yeah. Go back to your original point. Marcus Johansson. Chris mm-hmm. Wagner, Noel Achari, Sean Corrali, all the um, Charlie Coyle, all oh, these yeah. guys oh, yeah. are oh, yeah. are yeah. scoring tons of points. Yeah, when mm-hmm. the top line is maybe getting a goal a game, and I, I was just like, this is blowing my mind. Like, I thought we were gonna be toast for sure. Yep, but you're not. And no. now you uh, have your first game tonight. At the time we're recording this on Monday, the twenty seventh is game one. By the time uh, then you know all this is heard, there will be three games played. So next week we're going to have a very good idea of who's going to win the Stanley Cup or not. I think maybe yeah. not. It could be it could be two to one by then. Who knows? And then we have no fucking clue. But the first game is tonight. <laughs> <laughs> but the first game's tonight, Dan. Yes, it is. So, I'm very excited. Um, I bet you, you know, are. Once we record, I'm gonna get dinner all set up and you know set up I on am. my re- recliner and, and just post so up and watch it. I'll be doing the same. Uh, very good. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll update you next week on what's going on. Absolutely. Um, I will say this: we actually did forget to do this at the beginning of the show, but we wanted to give out uh, from all of us here at Ride the Pine. We wanted to give out our condolences to the families of Bart Starr and Billy Buckner, um, two legends, absolute two legends. legends. To think that Bart Starr was the first quarterback <laughs> to ever win mm-hmm. a Super Bowl, I know. Well, that can never be taken away from him. That that's a ama- no. that's an amazing stat. No. And you know what? Like I looked at his career numbers, and they're very good. Uh, a winning a winning quarterback, um, 
maybe not the greatest statistics, but he's the first quarterback to win a, a Super Bowl. And like I said, right there, that's it. That's all you need. It's an amazing stat. Um, sat here and then just today when we're recording Bill Buckner died uh, and while a lot of Red Sox fans will hate him forever because of a fielding error if you look at his numbers there are there's no actual reasons to hate this man one of the best players of all time no you're absolutely right you know a lot of people gave him crap for years and years and years in Boston yeah. being a, a Boston guy I know I live in Maine now but being a Boston guy they gave him sh- so much crap for so many years mm-hmm. And he didn't yeah. deserve it. I mean, you make a mistake. People make mistakes. People are human. Yeah. Grow up yeah. and move past it. Dan, two, a career average of 289. Yeah. They, two, 2,715 hits. Huh. Like, I mean, 174 home runs, so he wasn't like a huge power hitter. Uh, 1,200 RBIs and 183 stolen bases, among 100 other stats. Just a phenomenal baseball player. So it was pretty sad to hear him. Yeah, the, he, he was battling some uh, some disease I've actually never heard of, but you know. Yeah, me neither. I saw this Louis body dementia, so yeah, I don't know what and that he died is. Died at sixty nine. Uh, so I mean, our yep. condolences go out to both the Star family and the Buckner family. Um, we're so sorry for your loss in this uh, very trying time. Um, but from that, we move on to a topic that we don't normally talk about. Yes, for good reason, because we both have seen a collective five NBA games. But, um, <laughs> all right, maybe a little bit more than that, but still, yeah. But we're going to preview the NBA Finals and make our predictions for that as well before we go to our first break. Um, yes. Just until like about five minutes or ten minutes before we were recording, you didn't realize the Raptors even won. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Now, this is a, a, an interesting time in my life. I'm going between jobs and, and just busy with a bunch of other shit. So I haven't been able to pay attention to sports as much. Just the stuff that I need to. Um, that's all about to change, thankfully. But yeah, I don't. I definitely don't look for the NBA stuff first. You know what I mean? No. Uh, Even I, though I, ESPN makes... throws it down your throat, though. But I don't. I didn't. I don't have cable, so I don't really watch it. I haven't watched ESPN forever, and and the people I follow on Twitter and stuff like that don't always necessarily post NBA stuff too. But I should have noticed because everyone was talking about how Drake was talking about basketball, and I'm like, I forgot he's Canadian. <laughs> well, the, the, I it's funny you mentioned that. So throughout that series, I don't know if you heard about this, but after the Bucks weren't won games one and two. Drake actually went online and he purchased a Milwaukee Bucks jersey. So I don't know oh. if you've heard about no, and I don't know if you've heard about this whole thing. It's called mm-hmm. the Drake curse. So okay. apparently, anytime Drake puts on uh, some sort of jersey or uniform for a specific team in for like a championship event, that uh-huh. team has lost every single time interesting and i don't know what it is it, you can go and look it up but it's crazy so they lost you know, the first two games he puts he puts yeah. on a bucks jerseys for game three four five and six the raptors won <laughs> games three four five wow. and six <laughs> wow that's wild okay that's interesting i like that uh i don't know what to think of it but that's i don't know it, if i believe it i think it's a load of crap of and not. he and he's oh, just yeah. mouthing off to the to the box on the sideline. I'm just like, could you just but, just shut up and let so the guys that, play? <laughs> that I don't like. But I wonder. Uh, yeah, obviously the 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 wearing the jersey thing is a bunch of bullshit. But um, 
<laughs> it's a ghost, ghost adventure bullshit. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Fucking texting a, a ghost, fucking morons. Um, but anyway, <laughs> but you know, I wonder if him wearing the jersey kind of like gave the team a feel. You know, maybe, maybe like maybe, and maybe, maybe that's what it could have been. I don't know. And it's There's, in all maybe. sorts of different sports. Like he went to the Super Bowl this year and mm-hmm. was wearing a Rams jersey. All right, but he had a 50-50 chance of doing that. This is true. So. This is true. <laughs> so. But, like, I'm, pr- I'm trying to prove my point here. It's like every single time he's worn a jersey of whatever team lost, mm-hmm. it, it just keeps happening. And they All just right. call it the Drake well, curse. I'm I'm hoping that we can get rid of this Drake curse with him doing it on the first game and the, and and the Raptors losing. That'd be that'd be my my. my oh, go-to. that would make just me so happy. Uh, now, all right. So I'm gonna be like a, I just admitted before. I'm not the biggest basketball fan. Uh, it's just not my go-to sport. So I'm not gonna break this down like I did with the NHL. Uh, if you have stats, go ahead and read. I know you have a little bit here. Go ahead and read that, and then we'll go to predictions. Okay. So. Uh- this is the Raptors' first trip to the NBA Finals in franchise history, which is uh, like in and of itself is amazing. Uh, I only I mean, wish they haven't been around for too long. No, right? I think uh, it was like the early nineties, like ninety two, yeah, ninety three. Because that's how they got their name. They held like a fan contest, and Jurassic Park was big in the theaters at the time. Yeah, and and, the, and their like, oh, the their area outside the stadium is called Jurassic Park. <laughs> Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Oh man, you you're making it hard for me to pick the Warriors right now. <laughs> um, and you know, yeah, they're going against the Warriors, who have won three out of the last four NBA yeah, championships. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a that's an interesting. And this is uh, one of the f- only th- what three teams I think they said uh, that have been in five straight championships. Yep, and they're NBA. looking to be the first back-to-back-to-back champions since the LA Lakers in 2002. Oh, the three-peat. When the, the, three-peat. the Lakers had the three-peat with Kobe yep. and Shaq. So that's the time that I used to watch more basketball because at that time I was a net fan. That was the time they had like uh, Jay Kidd, Jefferson, uh, maybe Vince Carter. I know Vince Carter was there for a few years. Um, so I remember the three piece. Back then, ba- basketball was so much better. Paul Pierce I, and I, I Reggie, Re- was... uh, Reggie, uh, not Reggie Allen, uh, Miller? Reggie Miller, yeah. uh, Tracy McGrady. Um, T Mac, T Mac, Kevin Garnett. I mean, you had like some phenomenal players. Kobe, Shaq, Kobe, and Shaq. Oh, Shaq (laughs) was ridiculous. But I mean, listen, the NBA now has plenty of great players. I just feel like there's something different. I can't explain what it is. It feels more like personalities these days. Back then, it was more like you know actual team game. Mm -hmm. Now it's more like who's the celebrity to talk about? Well, you know, I I actually came up with an idea for that. I think it's more like they're a brand as opposed to an actual player. Okay. You know, James Harden patented his beard, for God's sakes. Oh, I liked him until you told me that. Anthony Davis patented the unibrow. Yeah. Hold on. Yes, you heard For, me correct. No, yes. Hold on. Yes. Hold on. I've been ha- I've had a unibrow since I was born. That was the first hair in my body was a unibrow, and he gets to fucking copyright that. Yes, I'm suing him. <laughs> We're suing. I'm suing Anthony Davis. That's bullshit. I have to shave my the middle of my eyebrow so a unibrow doesn't grow. <sighs> okay, whatever. Go on. Um, the thing about this this whole NBA Finals, though, in my opinion, is the Warriors' defense has actually really lacked as opposed to their last three championship runs. 
Uh oh. Um, the past three championship runs, they had, I believe it was under a hundred points average allowed per game, while oh. they would go out and toss up 110, 115 points a game. So they were blowing Instant people points, out. Yeah. yeah. So they were blowing people out by 15, 20 points a game. Mm-hmm. Their average points allowed per game this season or this playoffs 110.2 oh that's not that's that's not good at all no which rank <laughs> only, the, which only ranks ninth amongst the 16 teams that were do in you the know playoffs. what they're do you know what they're averaging point wise they on on their side uh i actually don't i wish i had brought that up that's okay. I'll 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 pull that up while you uh get read the rest of the stats. Uh so basically uh they're more or less they're lacking defensively. And I think the reason yeah, for that is like they've been without Durant now for the last oh, probably 6 7 games at least. That's right. Kevin Durant yeah. has not played and they're not even sure when he's going to even play in the finals. They know he's going to play, but the question really? is when. Oh boy. That he may, he's not going to play game one, but they're saying okay. that he's it could be potentially game three or four. It could be even game five if there is one. Okay. Um, but I think if the Warriors can somehow stop Kawhi Leonard, who has just a, out of nowhere, again, mm-hmm. kind of like Jaden Schwartz, he flipped a switch. I don't know what it was, but he just turned it on these last like four or five games and has well, just gone he, nuts. He's a good player. He really so, is. When you see players like that get good all of a sudden, you know, it, they're just finally warming up. And I know it sounds weird because they played a whole season, but uh, it's, you know, it's a different feeling. Every every athlete's always said it's a different feeling when you get into the playoffs, you know. Mm-hmm. So to see him doing well is not surprising. Uh, to, let me add this to your 110, right? They're, they're letting in 110 points. In April, they were averaging 120 points for almost 121. So there's that. But in May, they're only averaging 113. There you go. So if they're so averaging 113.8, Per uh, in terms of scoring, and they're allowing one ten point two. Yep, that's um that's too close, especially for a three out of four championships in the last four years. Right. You know, so something's up with their defense, and I think that defense problem is Durant. I think Durant has focused more on offense as of late, and they've just kind of like been kind of lackadaisical on defense as of late. Okay, so. That's so, and you say he's not, he might have come back to like four or five. Yeah, or the, the, later. what I read in an article earlier is that he plans to play in the Raptor series, but they're mm-hmm. not sure when. Okay, wow, that's that's interesting. All right, so with that, what do you think, Dan? Who's uh, who's got the edge and who are you picking for the win? I'm gonna go Raptors in five. What? No, I'm going you're Raptors kidding. in five without Durant, they're not the same team. In five? Curry is not shooting his best. Uh, Draymond Green's playing great defense, but Mm -hmm. they don't really have a big, huge presence under the net. And I think that difference maker for me, there are three guys on the Raptors who can tower over the Warriors. Pascal Saikem, Marcus Mm -hmm. Gasol, and then you got uh, Serge Ibaka. Right. Three guys who are just monsters. Monsters. And yeah. if they yeah. can get rebounds like they were against Giannis Antetokounmpo, who was what six? I'm seven? so glad. 
I'm so glad you said that because if I tried to say that name, it would have just sounded. I bad, heard it so. enough that I kind of figured <laughs> it how to how to say it, but my God, that's a name. Um, I would have accidentally been very offensive. And I, and I, <laughs> God, <laughs> it's just, like uh, I'm just really, really happy you said it, not me. Um, I, I, I just think the Raptors have better uh, defense, and I think they're going to have better rebounding. And okay. I've been talking to my father-in-law, who's a huge basketball fan. Uh, he loves a team that can rebound. And if they can right. rebound like with those three guys – and even Kawhi is in there. He gets rebounds. He's a big guy. Yeah. That's a difference maker for me because DeMarcus Cousins isn't the player he used to be. And they don't. They just don't have the size. Andrew Bogut's another guy that they have on the Warriors, but he's not really a big factor either. All right. Well, I think you're crazy. I think Warriors in six. <laughs> now, let me tell you why. Uh, this is routine for the Warriors at this point. Routine, and I think that's going to their playoff experience is going to play an extremely important part in this. Mm-hmm. When the rap and the Raptors have zero playoff experience, so well, not zeros exactly. Kawhi might have played because he was a spur, so he might have played a I, playoff game. Probably I believe did. Kawhi has played a couple, and I believe Marcus yeah. Saul has played a couple as well. Oh, Marcus Saul definitely has. Uh, I forgot he was on the team to be honest. All right, but anyway, uh, Warriors are just too good. Now, I'm telling you right now, I want the Toronto Raptors to win Jurassic Park. Vince Carter, my favorite (laughs) basketball player of all time. There's no reason for me to root for the Warriors except for the fact that I just don't see it Tom, how can you bet against the Raptors and their name is Jurassic Park? Because I look at the Warriors and I poop myself. That's why. Okay, I don't poop myself when I see the Raptors. Like, I want to pet them. I want to be like, oh, you guys are cute. You want to pet but a Raptor? I, okay, you have your of arm Of course I off, do. You are you kidding me? I want to pet Raptors so bad. I've always wanted a pet Vol. Well, I wouldn't want a, a Velociraptor because they're actually the size of chickens. I'd actually want a Dynamicus, uh, which are like six foot six. That's the ones they based the Raptor off of interest. Nerd. <laughs> Warriors in six. <laughs> We go from talking about pooping ourselves to I I wanted a Dynamicus for a pet. How if did I, that happen? If I had if I had a Dynamicus for a pet, I'd poop myself. Let's put that way. Yeah, because you'd for be sure. running around the house screaming not to get oh eaten god. the whole time. Oh my god, that'd be so good. It'd be so good. Rocky would be no more. He wouldn't be able. No. He wouldn't be able to run away. No offense, Rocco. He's right next to me as we're recording this. I'd pick a Dynamicus over him. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> My Dynamicus wouldn't snore at night. Uh, all right, so you got the Raptors in five, which I think you're fucking crazy. Um, I'm not saying the Raptors can't win it, but not in five. There's not a fucking chance. It's only I, lasting five. I minutes. will say this. My pick is all dependent on when Durant comes back. If Durant comes okay. back by game four or five, I think the okay. Raptors will do it. If, if Durant's back game two, and this is all farce that they're, they're not sure when he's going to play – then I'd agree with you that the the Warriors went up winning. Durant's a once in a lifetime player. He really is. All right. Well, here's the thing. On uh, we'll only miss two games, uh, by next week. Next week we'll only there will only be two games that are played. The first game's on the thirtieth. So we'll reassess then. Maybe we'll we'll, we'll have more of a uh, more knowledge on Durant at that time. So we'll reassess then. But for now, you got the Warriors. Or I got the Warriors in six, and you got the Raptors in five. Okay. 
right. Write it down. Write it down. Uh, all right. So we are going to take our first and only break. And when we get back, sort of. we're going to bring up a couple uh, things that we read on uh, online. Uh, uh, we had an article for the NFL. Yep. And an article on Major League Baseball. And then we're going to do our final thoughts on some Twitter polls that we had up and our wrap-up. So stay tuned for more. Welcome back, everybody, from our first and only break, where we talked about nothing but Dynamicuses on our break. I would name my Dynamicus Sassafras. Yeah, you would. <laughs> yeah, it'd totally be Sassafras. Either that, Sassafras, or or maybe like 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 Snuffles. Mine would just be like Fred or something. <laughs> I'd, I'd make it so like a cute name, you know, like Lily. <laughs> and that way it's like, would you like to meet my pet Lily? And then just a dinosaur comes out of nowhere. Like, that'd be great. <laughs> oh, my God. That's ridiculous. So quickly before we get to our final stock segment where we talk about our Twitter polls, we have a couple articles that we pulled up. Um, yes. One of them being about a new study shown NFL players more likely to die of heart and brain problems than MLB. Um, yeah. Shocking anybody? Not, raise, your, not, raise your hand. Especially if you're driving, um, if you are shocked by this. I am not at all. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Uh, That one person, that one person actually just raised their hand. Like, you, sir, put your fucking hand down. You're an idiot. It's like this article, like, while intriguing. It's stupid. It it, 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 it makes no sense. (laughs) It's like saying who dies more, hunters or lily pickers. Like... It makes like what? When does a baseball player hit their head? When they're scratching their head because they're bored standing in the outfield? When they walk into the Gatorade cooler? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. When they when they like, I mean, baseball's ninety five percent just standing around. And then, How are you going to hurt? And your then head? on top of that, you actually they, they don't even take into account. I mean, they mentioned in the article, but taking into account, what about family genetics? What if you have a history of heart disease, yep. history of like oh, yeah. dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff like that? Like. And they're saying the study. I mean, they're talking about the athletes who've died between seventy nine and two thousand thirteen. Like, those guys are probably in yeah. their fifties and sixties, <laughs> if yeah. not dead already. By the way, by the way, older people have heart disease. That's kind of a thing. I mean, a lot of people can have heart disease, but older people get it too. Yeah, <laughs> a lot more. Uh, so the study went on to say that five hundred seventeen deaths at an average age of sixty among NFL players, mm-hmm. while it was four hundred thirty one deaths. At an right. average age of sixty-seven among MLB players, which do we I'm ha- not surprised. I wonder. No, did they even think that? Like, hey, you train a lot harder for football. I mean that that definitely plays a role in it. Um, the other thing too, right? NFL players, what's their average career length? Oh, I, I mean, I don't know the number, uh, but if, some, if I had to guess, first, I'd probably say mid to late thirties, if that. Yeah, so like I don't know, anywhere from maybe eight to fifteen years max, like fifteen quarterbacks sometimes a little bit more because they're protected. I mean, because I mean Brady's you know, Brady's been what two thousand was it two thousand three, right? And it's and we're afraid to hit Brady because every time we hit Brady, there's a penalty on us, even if it's a legal hit. So um, let's not get into that discussion. 
Okay, sure. Because it's yeah, because it's true. Um, but yeah, I they have to take that kind of shit into consideration. Baseball. I'm not saying baseball players don't 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 work out, but I I don't know. David Ortiz didn't look like the type of guy who would just go work out whenever he felt like it. No, you know, he'd rather go have some you know enchiladas yeah. on, on his boat in the Dominican. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sure, it could have been any food, but yeah, enchiladas are good. I would eat enchiladas on my boat as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. This is a dumb. It's. I mean, it makes sense, and, and certain things should be put forward. I will say this: had the study been between NFL and NHL, this would make more sense. But oh, MLB, yeah. it doesn't. Or, or put your test against your own test. Put open up your pool to like. Uh, 2010 to 2019 versus 2000 to 2009 and compare those numbers. See, in the recent times, are we doing things to better it or make it worse? You know, that's more impactful anyway. Studying what people in the 70s did in, 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 in football when they had almost no padding, that's impossible and that's not fair. But if you compare just in in the span of 20 years, I think you'll get a better result. You're right. I don't Absolutely. Know you, you know what I mean? Um, so, I mean, honestly, I really have nothing much more to say about that, that yeah, article. It, it's, it, it's just it doesn't make sense. No. I mean, it's good that, they, that they're doing studies on this stuff. But um, comparing it to the MLB is just... I know you're not gonna you're not gonna change many people's opinions. You're not gonna go to Roger Goodell's office and throw this at him and make a change. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, so the next article we found was that uh, this young pitcher named Carter Stewart was picked the number yes. eight pick in the 2018 draft by the Atlanta Braves. Reportedly turned down the offers from the Braves to go play in Japan due to the fact that there was a lack of value in the MLB systems. What did you think about this article, Tom? I think that that is lawyer talk for no one wants to play for the Braves. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I, I mean, there's plenty of good teams that would that could pick them. So to you know, to say that it there's not, uh, to say anything here is involving uh, levels of difficulty or anything like that. I think it's a little crazy. I think it's just the fact that he probably didn't want to play for the uh, for the Braves. You know, we've seen this in other sports too, where uh, players didn't want to play for certain teams. Uh, and they refuse to be drafted by them. In almost every example, every sport, there's some sort of an example of this. Uh, now he's, choos- he's choosing to go to Japan, who has an extremely competitive baseball league. Mm-hmm. So it's not the worst idea in the world. Uh, you get international experience. Japanese league, like I said, is very competitive. So fuck it. If he doesn't think he can make it as a Braves player, then I mean, th- then you're you're probably not that good anyway. Right. If you can't make it as a Braves player, but now go try in Japan. And, if you do well, then you'll come and back. And he went and signed, the 19-year-old signed a six-year contract with the Fukuoka SoftBank Hawks mm-hmm. for $6 million in guarantees. Okay. And it says here, I, Carter that's... has a unique set of circumstances that placed him in a position where MLB placed a detriment upon him. And that's his agent, Scott Boris, who has been, oh. he's been in the middle of all these controversies yeah. with other athletes. All the time. But there are only a few draft picks in this decade that are worth this consideration and treatment. But the blithe he suffered in the draft really created a scenario where the Japanese alternative is almost a necessity. 
He had no opportunity to get true value in the American system. I call okay, complete so what, BS. Basically, what they're saying is he wasn't taken number one, so we're going to Japan. Yeah. When was he drafted? Eight. What did it say? Eight. Number eight. I mean, I don't know if dropping only seven spots. I know number if you're not drafted number one and you're out of like the top three, it, it is a big hit. But there's been plenty of players who have dropped from one to probably worse than eight, and I don't think I've ever heard of anybody going to like Japan to play. Yeah, because so what they're saying I, is I, he I was offered know. a two million dollar offer from the Braves. Yeah, of course, because he's a rookie. Well, because he's probably not. Yeah, he's probably not going to play right away. He's going to go down to the AAA. Now Japan's competitive, but it's not the MLB. Right. So you know you're going from either AAA where you won't see any professional action unless there's a bunch of injuries, or if you play for the Braves, which is silly. He should have just stayed in the MLB, in my opinion, because he would have played, because the Braves are the Braves. But he's choosing to take the more money and probably play. So either way, I think are good. I don't think there's that bad of a choice This here. is the part that bugs me, is that they're, they're using this as an excuse as to why his draft st- stock dropped. They mm-hmm. said that uh, Stewart's circumstances noted that he failed a post-draft physical after the Braves selected him due to a ligament damage in his wrist. He said occurred when he skate- was skateboarding as a nine-year-old. Oh, so it wasn't a... Uh, did he re-aggravate it, or was it just an old injury? It was injury? just an old injury that never healed correctly. But hmm. yeah, that's what my thing is, though, this kid can't expect to get the $6 million right out the gate. You're not no. like You're not like the next, like... Hank Aaron, like, well, you know what I mean. This is the problem. This is the problem I have with these with these agents. You know, they're probably pumping so much of this stuff to these kids, telling them you're the next best thing. You're the next best thing. You know, Bryce Harper has nothing on you, and you're a 19 year old kid, and you're you're choosing between two million dollars or six million dollars. Your head is going to be so big, and these agents don't do any good for them. Because they they want them to get as much money as possible as soon, as soon as possible. That's their job, and I get it. You want to get paid as much as you can, but when you're only 19, I mean, as long as you don't get hurt, you're gonna be in the MLB for a while. Right. So just, I don't so, know. So, so now, I, like I said, I'm okay with either Japan way. Where he does probably doesn't know the language. Well, yeah, I'm sure he doesn't. I'm sure he doesn't. Now for six years. Right. Are you eating right now? Sorry, I was just eating a little candy. Don't mind me. You son of a bitch. No, I'm leaving that in the show. I'm leaving that in the fuck you You're eating. <laughs> you fucking asshole. Um, so, I mean, the kid has good stats, though. He finished at Eastern Florida State College with a 1.70 earn run average in 74.1 mm-hmm. innings and 108 strikeouts. That's good, but it's college. I, I'm always going to say this, and I've been in fights with people who are big college sports fans it, that's great but it's college Tom, on a side note it was eastern florida state if okay. he went to F- i don't even know if he went to florida state university if he went to one of those right. bigger name schools oklahoma yeah good ba- baseball program oregon state huge sure. baseball mm-hmm. program that's yes. that would be different yep. it's like saying he went to boise uh, state i uh, i yeah i mean he's definitely uh, he seems good but 
I don't know. I think he's he's doing whatever he wants to do, and hopefully, what he thinks is best for his career. I'm wondering how that damages his return to the MLB if he ever chooses it. I think for me, I think what you said, you nailed it right on the head. I think these agents, Scott Boris included, uh, mm-hmm. are feeding these kids this this yeah. whole yeah. charade that they're the next huge star in MLB, and that when you come back from Japan, you're going to make this. You know, twenty yeah. million dollar contract a year, which he, which he might, he might, he you might. never know. But but don't pump it's, him full of that when he's nineteen. It might be. It might have been safer to stay in the MLB because at least, if even if you're in AAA, at least you're in the MLB, right? And now you don't have to worry about getting in the MLB. Now you just have to get to the big stage. Like my thing is, screw mm-hmm. these agents. It's one of those things where playing professional sports is a gift. Yeah, agreed. if you have a 100% chance agreed. to hone your craft. Go blow some people away in the in double A AA or triple A, and then right. make your way yeah. to the majors. And then if you don't like the Braves, move on. Simple as that. We talked we talked about the Yankees a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. Remember, the Yankees have had so many injuries this year. They're like, I mean, every big player on that team has seems to have been hurt, and they've had so many at the same time that they've had to go to their triple A. And because they've done this, those players who were playing good in triple A got a chance in the MLB. Mm-hmm. And those players are not going anywhere now. When you go up to the MLB and you're batting 330 uh, in like 20 games as a replacement, you're not going anywhere. That's how Gleyber Torres got his start. That's how Gary Sanchez got his start. Uh, that's how Aaron Judge got his start, even though Judge was a high prospect uh, before him. But still, that's that's how you get your start. So I, I'm skeptical of the idea, but either way... He's getting paid. And, you know, before if that's all he cares about, then congratulations. And before I guess. we get to our final thoughts, I wanted to mention this before we move on. Um, mm-hmm. Players must accrue 172 days of service in a year to be credited toward those six years. Although they are eligible for salary arbitration if they are between three and six years of service time in the MLB. That gotcha. MLB service time requires players to accumulate six years of service before they are eligible for free agency. So I think that's why Boris had him do a six-year contract is yeah, so that yeah. once the six that's years exactly is done, why. guess what? I'm not mm-hmm. a brave anymore. I can come back and sign mm-hmm. as a free agent. And open up, and now all the teams can look at you. Exactly. As opposed yeah. to, oh, I don't want to play for the Braves. Which that's smart, but now you got to remember he's going to be there for six years. Right. <laughs> so what what happens in those six years? You know, we don't know. He could either become he could become amazing, or maybe his stock goes down even further. Because if he doesn't tear up the Japanese baseball league, well, now your stock's definitely going down. Oh, absolutely. If you think you're the, if you think you're this good and you're going to pitch like that, you better go to Japan and kill it. So we'll see. Yeah, we will see indeed. All right, we will be right back from this short break for our final thoughts and wrap-up. Welcome back from our last break. We're going to jump right into our final thoughts segment. Um, where I wanted to reveal the results of the polls that you put up on our Twitter page. So a little background, I put up polls, but then my week got busy, so I let the polls be the polls, and I haven't seen the results, and Dan uh, kind of 
put this idea together, and now we're, we're he's going to read the polls, and then I'm going to guess them, and then he'll go over the results. It's uh, hopefully I, there was a couple oohs and ahs when we were going over this before the show, so I'm 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 a little excited here. All right, so the first poll was which sports playoff games are the most exciting to watch: baseball, hockey, basketball, or football. Okay, what's well, out baseball? I, I can almost guarantee baseball probably got last, because um, baseball is still baseball. You still can only like you, you only have to watch the seventh, eighth, and ninth inning. Um, I feel like football is going to be a very popular choice, even though I don't get it. Uh, but I'm going to go with my truth, my belief that enough hockey fans saw this because the NHL playoffs there's nothing like the NHL playoffs in my opinion so I'm going to go with the NHL or hockey so with 24 total votes by the way so pretty not pretty bad, good for bad, our bad. first poll with having you on as a co-host yeah, I'm yeah. pretty happy with it in yeah, last in better. last place with 8% was oh, no. basketball oh okay. 8% and the playoffs are happening right now <laughs> Yeah, I know. <laughs> in third, with 21%, was Whoa. baseball. Okay, that was close. In, I didn't think 21 In second place, with 29%, football. Oh, And hockey, means? 42%. Winning the poll yeah. was hockey. Because even not real big hockey fans will admit that NHL playoffs are like intense. They are. <laughs> it's crazy intense. I will say I think there's a reason football is up there, and I think it's because it's a one and done. It's not like True. it's a seven game series like a hockey or or ba- baseball yeah. or basketball. Football is you lose, you're out, you're done. That's, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, I, I can agree with that. I think that's a good. So point. So I thought that was a great poll. So sweet. The next poll uh, is which team is going to face the Bruins in the Stanley Cup between the Blues and the Sharks. This one actually got the, of all the polls, this one had the most votes. 31 nice. votes on oh, this one. Oh, okay. We broke the three. Um, the, most likely to to win. Who is going to, yeah, who would be, uh, who's going to be the one to face the Bruins in the Stanley Cup? This was, but this oh. was before we found out that the Blues oh. won. Gotcha. And this was, yeah, this was almost a week ago. You posted this poll. I will say that the winner. I think when I posted, I think the Sharks were still up three to two. I think. So I'm gonna say because I think people just thought that a three-two win or three-two meant a win. I'm gonna say the Sharks won that poll. With 42 percent of the vote, was the Sharks. The, oh really? The so blues more people won thought the blues. Fifty-eight percent who thought that okay. the blues were going to win that poll. Y'all crazy! I, I didn't. Wow! I guess people really did believe in the blues. And, 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 and you know, I think that has something to do with you, Tom, because your take on the blues last episode might have swayed a, a bunch of people. On. It was a little spot on. Just a little, <laughs> just, just a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 there's a lot of other factors than a 3-2 lead, and I think a lot of people forget that because most 3-2 leads do win, but a lot of those 3-2 uh, wins pr- 
probably, I, w- I would bet, are home games for the 3-2 team. It wasn't in this case. And when you lose that, that uh, sixth game and you go back to the opponent uh, or you go back to home but you've lost all these games, that's tough. It's tough to, to come back. So, all right. It so really people is. People lose. All right. So, yes. the next poll was, now that the Golden State Warriors are in the NBA Finals, who will they play against? And this was back when the uh-huh. series was 2 nothing. Milwaukee. Wow. Um, did I even guess the right teams for this poll? <laughs> did I put the right teams you, for this guy? You did. Okay. All right. Um, oh, wow. Who do I think? Who was leading? The, uh, at this point, the Milwaukee Bucks were up Bucks, 2-0. The Bucks were. I'll bet the Bucks won for the same reasons that I, I just gave for the Sharks. And you are correct. The Bucks won at 61%. Yeah. Nobody you believed see, in the Raptors at that point. A a 2-0 lead is more likely to win, so I don't blame the people who voted in this poll. I really don't, because I probably would have voted the same way. Um, and then the last poll was this is the, the Stanley Cup matchup is set. Yeah. Dan and Tom will be discussing the matchup when they record next. So my question to all of you is who you got? Bruins or Blues should be a good one. Well, again, my heart says Bruins, but I will say the Blues um, in, what did I say? Six? Seven? I think seven. you said seven. Six, seven. seven. So this so poll Blues. got 14 votes. Okay. So pretty solid. Not bad. Not at bad at all. 57%, Uh-oh. our fans think that said the St. Louis Blues are going to beat the Bruins. <laughs> no. No. Yes. Wow. Maybe maybe we're both underestimating the Blues more than others. 50, I mean, I picked the Blues. Fifty-seven so. <laughs> percent. Yeah, that's a, that's more than I would imagine. That's more than I would imagine. I was, Especially with the loudmouth mass holes out there, I'm surprised they didn't like find this poll and be like, Nah, the the Bruins, the Bruins are gonna win. I, uh, the okay. I don't know. That's that's interesting. I like that. Yeah, and that was the one that I texted you earlier where I said this one was a shocker. I was a little surprised oh, by this was, one. No. I was a little surprised saying that the, there too. are more blues uh, enthusiasts out there. I think it's more – do you think it's more that there are blues enthusiasts or are they just anti-Bruins? Um, Maybe both. I mean, people hate Marshawn. Oh, God, they <laughs> and do. The more, Absolutely. And the more the more I go through social media, the more I realize how much they hate Brad Marshawn. I mean, the more he licks uh, people, the more people are going to hate this guy. I know. But, like, would you not hate him for licking you? Yes, I would absolutely despise him. <laughs> okay. Uh, but maybe it's a little bit of both. That's, a, that's an interesting point you make. But I, I bet you it's, it has to be both because there's got to be more Bruins fans. I mean, it's an original six franchise. Yeah. So that's that is shocking. But the the blues, huh? Yeah. Okay, all right. I I see our fan base is on my side. I'm liking it. I'm liking and, it. And one thing Thanks, I wanted guys. to bring up welcome. before we get into our wrap up is I sent you yeah. a video earlier this week of uh mm-hmm. your beloved Yankees, which Yes. For me, I'm a Red Sox fan. But yes. ever since we became friends, I've never truly mm-hmm. hated the Yankees. People that's might think silly. people might think I'm crazy, but I've never truly hated the Yankees. One of my favorite Baseball players of all time was Derek Jeter until he turned well, into an a-hole owner down there in Miami. Um, yeah, but l- listen, everybody everybody loves Derek Jeter. I mean, the Bruins, uh, the Bruins, the the Red Sox, uh, the fans gave him a standing ovation in his final game. Absolutely, so everybody, 
even if you didn't like him, you respected him enough, mm-hmm. uh, which you should, which you should. He didn't never cheated. He always played the game as honorably as possible and all that good stuff. So, uh, so it was a video, and I believe it's actually posted on our Twitter as well. Of Glaber, I am. I hope I'm saying it right. Glaber, Glaber Torres. Is that how I'm saying? Yes. Is that how you say yep. it? Glaber Torres. Yep. So this season he has, I believe, as of four days ago, had 13 home runs on the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ten of those came against the Baltimore freaking Orioles. And the and Baltimore so- Orioles announcer nearly walked uh-huh. out of the booth when Torres hit yet another home run, making it 11 against the Orioles. I heard about he was this. Pretty much just like, Thorne, he was right? pretty much just like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> He's just like, again? I, I believe it's Gary Thorne, right? The, I believe so, One of the so. more recognizable yes. voices in baseball. Yeah, I did see this. Um, but you know what? Just so you know, it's not just Torres because uh, um, Gary Sanchez has like 15 home runs, and I think 12 or 11 of them or something like that, Eight, well, maybe a little less, like eight or nine, also came against the Orioles, but they were almost all at the Orioles' home stadium. That's the thing that blows so, my mind because yeah. uh, this Yankees page thing that uh, we retweeted on our page of, yep, yeah. this is still a thing, and it's Glaber yeah. Torres hitting yet another home run against the Orioles, and you yeah. see the managers just in the dugout like, you freaking joking me right now. I want the Yankees to play the Orioles every day right now. <laughs> every day because they just owned them this year. Absolutely destroyed them. But yeah, this was pretty funny. Um, I can, I think I can put this video in our show notes, so you can, uh, yeah, I can definitely do that. So you can check this video out in our show notes if you wanted to see. Because what we're the doing best here. part is, is that this game, this video on our Twitter, is um, is in Baltimore. So you hear the announcer, uh, a, mm-hmm. cor- a horn mm-hmm. or corn or whatever his name was, just like Thorn, just Thorn. like ridiculous. <laughs> he gets, he gets <laughs> yeah, so mad he was mad he and was then obviously you just hear yeah. silence and just like like he's calling yeah. the shot he's like a high fly ball deep to yeah, center yeah, and yeah. it's he's like, and he's like and it's ridiculous it's fine. <laughs> all right, all right. Just, fine just fine whatever <laughs> you did it oh, again yeah, so oh it was so funny good old gary thorne gary thorne so let's just roll into our wrap up about the show. Sure. What do you what do you take? What are the big takeaways from the show this week, Tom? Uh that the Raptors are still the greatest franchise in in, in the NBA, um, but they are not going to win. Uh, the Blues surprised no one apparently, according to our polls. Uh, the NFL has no idea how to conduct any kind of studies. And you can make a lot of money in Japan. That's my takeaway for today. <laughs> um, you know, my takeaway is that uh, as a Bruins fan, as I obviously would love the Bruins to win the Stanley Cup. But as a podcaster, I got to gotta say, the Blues scare me a little bit. They're, they're a scary team that I feel it could definitely give the Bruins a run for their money. If there was any team coming out of the West that I was like, uh, I hope we don't play them because they could be dangerous against us. It was St. Louis. That makes sense. I, I'd be the same way. I'd feel the exact same way. Um, and then my other takeaway is the fact that the Raptors, their outdoor section of their stadium, is called Jurassic Park, Jurassic Park. might turn me into a future Raptors fan. 
Even though I'm a I've always Celtics liked fan. the Raptors. But come on. I've always loved the but Raptors. But come on. That is, but I did not know that. That is amazing. That is Because um, I was watching the game pretty. the other night because it was in Milwaukee. And mm-hmm. they turned to like the live feed from Toronto, outside Toronto Stadium yeah. when the Raptors like hit some crazy three-pointer. And you see the crowd going nuts and there's flaring lights and stuff and all of a sudden you just see up in the top right it just says Jurassic Park Toronto Canada I'm like excuse me also <laughs> one thing we didn't talk about I love their logo oh, the basketball with the, with the claw marks their on logo it is the colors so sick. I love the new color schemes they used to be like a purple and red but now they're like black and red yeah mainly. I love I, I love everything about this team I hope they win, but they're not going to. I think they're, they're, they're going just, to. I think they're going to. do I it. hope. I hope you're right. I hope you're right. But man, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be an interesting series. It, I think. it really will. Well, I thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, I know these episodes are much longer nowadays uh, yep, with the changes, you got time. but you know, th- this is a good show to th- throw on if you're on a flight, if you're on a long drive. Just toss us on. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll entertain you for an hour and ramble. a half. And talk about poop and stuff. And, and, you know, and Dynamicuses and ruling the world. Yes. Yeah, of course. Um, but make sure to go follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook uh, at Ride the Pine Pod. Uh, make sure to also check us out on TeePublic. We do have merch. Um, merch. We will be posting that link on Twitter, I believe, later today. Um, so make sure to check out that. I do have a Ride the Pine t-shirt. Uh, and it is incredibly comfortable. Nice. And uh yeah, any any final final words, Tom? That's it for me. All right, guys and gals. So thank you so much everybody for tuning in and we will see you next week. Have a great one. Well, we won't actually see them because it's a podcast. You know what I mean. <laughs> Take care, everybody. <laughs>